Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. On today's episode, we're calling it, It's a Wrap. 2022, we say goodbye. <laughs> this is it. The year has come to a close and we just wanted Torn Tribe before we enter 2023 take a moment to leave you guys with food for thought of things to leave behind in 2022 and things we should all consider to bring into 2023. Memes, are you ready to be done with this year? Yeah, I, the observation as I get older is that they go faster and faster. Um, you know, I think after the last couple of years have been rough kind of for everybody. Uh, this one just had a mix of getting back to the grind, so much uh, desire to go back to normal, which was not what I shared. I, I honestly would have wanted more more in my life to take on a, let's try something new. Let's grab what we were doing before and just try something new. And, and I'd like a lot more spaces that I share to have that philosophy. So I definitely remember also a friend telling me that even years were not as good as odd years. So I'm looking forward to 2023 and seeing what's in store. For sure. Like in the, in the thought of leaving things behind in 2022, I will say that, like you said, yeah, this was the year that everybody was trying to go back to like 2019 habits Mm -hmm. and I veto that. Like, there's no need. There's a reason why 2020 happened. (laughs) I think we all should have learned from it and slow down. So um, definitely want to leave behind my busy schedule. There you go, Torn Tribe. Hold me accountable. Full confession. That's it. I'm just going to keep replaying these minutes on this episode and say, I told myself, I will not say yes to everything. I will not overcommit and be overwhelmed. Um, So creating space um, to be able to do the things that I don't feel like I did well in 2022 in my parenting journey, which was, you know, creating space for my kids to process their emotions. We had an episode on that. If you didn't hear it, go check it out. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, or... The busy schedule prohibited me from being able to spend time with certain friends or being able to show up in certain friends' lives the way that I wanted to um, because I was overcommitted. I already had like five things on the day that they needed me to show up. So just creating more empty space. So looking forward to 2023 and being able to say I grew in the area of being comfortable and doing nothing. I don't do nothing well. <laughs> yeah, I my word for 2022 was whole in the wholesome, holistic kind of way. And I have to 
you know, as I'm coming up on my spirit of Christmas, Espiritura Navidad, on the winter solstice with our release today, we are on the winter solstice. I'll be doing my yearly letter writing ritual um, of reflection. I, I really anticipate opening my letter from last year and seeing where my mind was last December 21st and want to take that time to weigh what I want, like my word for 2023 to be, what are some goals I want to achieve. But mostly that reflection helps me with like mindset, like what is the mindset I want to maintain so that when when we get over the few days after a new year, when we're back into the routine, when, you know, it gets busy or there's unexpected changes that I can kind of reflect and come back to that mindset to keep me grounded, to really live in my values, um, to find joy. I think along that line of freeing up time, I think this year might have a lot to do with play. I've been reflecting and thinking a lot about fun and evaluating how fun I am or have ever been and want to remain. <laughs> um, so that that's one of the the ideas that's that's on my mind. Um, we can often, well, I you know, speaking for myself, I will tend to do or get caught up a little bit in the avoidance of the free time to make time for fun or what it takes to plan the thing that's going to gonna be fun or the get together the um and I want to kind of shake that and really intentionally have time for just a loose abandon laughter freeness and not in this like curated way that we sometimes can think about fun of late. So. Yeah, I'm totally with you. That's that kind of is one of the things I would like to bring into 2023 too is because I've created space for spontaneous just life fun that I would actually get to do those trips or make those memories, right? And get back into the groove of, you know, spontaneously going to lunch with my husband because we both work from home all the time and we never actually eat lunch together mm -hmm. because we've prioritized work and have jammed. We've bought into the lie of you're productive because every single minute of your work day is back-to-back -back calls. <laughs> Not true. So in 2023, sorry to break it to you. I am going to be taking a lunch break. And, um, you know, at least a couple of times throughout the week to see what that opens up. Because I think that just brings, I think 2023 for me means the word that I've been meditating on ever since we looked at like our, our torn tribes rap of like who our torn tribe is being adventurous. That kind of challenged me, guys. I don't know if you saw that post out there that I put on Instagram about most of our fans are considered people that like adventure. 
I felt a little challenged there because I'm like, I don't think I'm that adventurous. <laughs> like I barely leave my house. <laughs> so um, definitely going to challenge myself to do that, have adventures um, for the sake of fun, becoming a little more fun. Yeah, I, I think I'm also going to keep turning up um, the volume on my boundaries with <laughs> no, for me, it's more the justification, like feeling mm -hmm. like I have to explain. And I think something in my 40s switched over a little in my pant because of parenting, but also in my 40s has switched over to just wanting to be me and not it's a reflection of what I think I give others. I think I kind of recognize in my own, I have this these boxes in my head of the way I see people and their likes and their dislikes and how they operate. And I kind of have a rationale for why I think people are that way and I respect it. I just kind of leave and not in a judgmental like, oh, you would never do that, but more like, you do do these things or you are committed to this because of this aspect of yourself or I can see how you live this thing you believe and what matters to you. And I want a little bit more of that in return. I, I don't want to feel like I have to justify the way I like or don't like onions or... <laughs> it's so funny that you bring that one up. My I actually told someone, I said, my sister cannot be in the same household as an onion. <laughs> yeah, and then people just kind of go, oh, I love them. You do. I yeah. do not. <laughs> um, and I, I'm fine with letting other people love them. Always yeah, probably the one that has it the it roughest. Yeah, that's, yeah, I always probably has it the roughest because I'm like, well, your ingesting of onions does impact me a little bit. <laughs> If you're going to stay on that side of the table and not impact me, then that's fine. But, um, but yeah, no justification those, needed. Yeah. Those preferences to re you know, appreciating my solitude and wanting, I don't know. I, I find myself, I've always been a diva, but not so much in the, <laughs> um, like wanting I pamp like I like to pamper myself. Like I'll explain to others, I'll pamper myself. But I think I find myself more in this phase of my life enjoying others being considerate or taking care of me. Um, uh oh. Yeah. So you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> you're just prepping them for senior citizen mood. <laughs> yeah, it's like get comfortable with something you never thought you'd be comfortable with before. It holds off, Athena. You don't have to shower me, scrub my back, any of that stuff yet. <laughs> oh um, my goodness. But more that, just that a holistic kind of unconditional love in the yeah. way I want to feel the love. And I hope that that's kind of how I love others. Um, and I, I just, I, I have found myself reflecting and wanting that reciprocated. So I think... I think 2023 is definitely going to be unabashedly me on like a thousand. <laughs> we'll see if we make it to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, but the other thing I would say for 
leaving behind in 2023 that I battled with, I mean, leaving behind in 2022 that I battled with so much this year is this, and we've talked about this a lot on this podcast about just my personality is very type A. And so this sense of always striving, striving for more. And I'm going to force myself to be grateful with the ordinary and rethink my thoughts around what's considered settling versus what's considered just truly enjoying everything that's present. Because if it's not present, it's not happening and it's not real, right? So whether that was something in the past, it was in the past, so it's not currently right now happening. And if it's in the future, then... I still can't hold it because it's not present. So just really striving for that presence more than ever and really leaving behind that feeling of needing to strive. Um, And what's gotten me to that place, Torn Tribe, is not only um, being around my own kids and seeing them thoroughly enjoy life. Because I will say that about my four sons, they always challenge me because I'm like, man, as a kid, I was always like struggling for that principles list. Thank you, Immaculate Conception. And always struggling for that A and trying to get that 100 or trying to be the best basketball player or get more points in this game than I got last game. And it was always like moving the bar up and up and up and up and waking up early to go take those 100 foul shots or going to the parks like basketball court before a basketball game just to warm up to then come to the game you know warmed up and it it was always this extreme striving and I feel like 2022 has burnt me out it's taken this long to burn me out of that desire because I look at my sons and I'm like dude you guys just get up and be (laughs) really like you know, and even one of my sons, I'm coaching him in basketball. And we got this middle school team going. And the verse that the team has chosen for themselves, because we decided to pick a Bible verse to help us lock in on our virtue and keep perspective about the game, because, you know, we're not all going to go off to the NBA, nor will I ever become, you know, a famous college basketball coach, but <laughs> because of the season, but to help ground us, um, they chose Philippians 4.13 out of the Bible. And it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I've always focused on the, I can do all things hmm. because of his strength, right? Rather than his strength, is where I find all things to do. I don't know if that makes sense, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, yes, I know I can do all things because he's going to empower me and be behind me and he's going to be in it. But rather than going at it like that, because then it's like he's supporting what I want to desire, it's the flipping it the other way and it's leaning into his strength to find out what the desire should even be to begin with. What are the things that he wants me to be spending time on and strengthening me to do? And so thanks to my four sons who wake up to just be 
and the 15 players that I coach that challenge me to just be, um, that is definitely striving is something I'm leaving behind in 2022 and bringing into 2023 this, this piece about just being. Um, and I, I had given the players this, this workout regimen for the time that we're off until we get back together in 2023 and just watching my son, not, he's not stressing it. He just wakes up and his older brother's like, come on, pick one and I'll help you do it. And like, they're in it together and they've, (laughs) they've turned it into like a time to spend together. And it's not so much of, the checklist. I'm like, how did he do that? How did he literally take a checklist and turn it into a to be like, <laughs> like, I'm just going to be present with my older brother and use this and not just to become a better basketball player, but to bond. Mm. And I'm like, that's the strength, you know, that's, it's just powerful. So that's what I'm looking forward to, to embracing that a little bit more this coming year. Yeah, I have been feeling our abuela really with me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what you were saying makes me think of her. Yeah. She was the expert beer. (laughs) It's like... Well, that's the thing. I've been thinking of how food and small gifts and her company and her words um, were so much for so many people. And and I I have really been feeling that through this season. Like, I got very excited to have a a community time with my team at work. I've been really excited for Soph and, you know, the secret elf that gets selected in her class. (laughs) Like joy in these small little things that really make me miss her. Yeah. Because she, she taught me that. She taught me that she would fill her day with doing for other people. And she never seemed spent. And and I think that's the thing I want in the new year. I want to, like, I enjoy the doing and the giving. I just want to turn off the feeling weary. Yep. Right? I want the cause to truly, like, motivate me and and, and renew me and fill me because... I know I do it from that place, but something in it, something in the transactions of things sometimes get lost and and it feels like work, but nothing Abuela ever contributed to, no matter tedious, follow through, you know, like we we do raffles at our events or we fundraise or we do, you know, she would do different things. And it was just this very simple, um, exchange with a person that was like a look or a, we'll take care of it, it'll happen and it would multiply. And yeah. when I when I can be in that place, I feel that happen and I know the power of that. Um, 
and and that's that's really what I would want in my works, in my words, in my time with others in this coming year. Yeah, it's beautiful, and it's interesting that you say that because I literally the other night was making hot chocolate for Philip, and I said, "Oh man, what's gonna be what's gonna be the thing that?" makes my kid or my future grandkid think of me right (laughs) like man I I haven't drank hot chocolate in forever because she passed and it makes me think of her so I'm like well there's no one that one makes it the way she made it and (laughs) two I don't have that green tin can of crackers to dip into it um and it, it just made me I, I was just reflecting and Philip's like, is my hot chocolate done? <laughs> I was just busy there staring and stuff. Cause I was like, oh, man, hot chocolate is pretty deep for me. Cause I'm like, it makes me think of my grandmother and all those times sitting down, eating those crackers, having those funny moments. And then, and then it, it, Titi Elisa took it to a whole new level. Cause she was the first one to ever put cool whip in my hot chocolate. And I was like, you could do such a thing. Like, Oh, this is actually pretty good. But again, leading to those times of sitting down, slowing down and just being, Mm -hmm. and they drew me with their hot chocolate. So I'm like, who am I going to get in a hot chocolate moment? Maybe Philip. I don't know, but he really was focused on the hot chocolate. He didn't want to talk about it, (laughs) but I get you. Um, Definitely want the serving and the the time spent with others to fill rather than drain. Um, and it's interesting because although I don't sense that I'm drained, and then everything gets done and then I get sick, right? So obviously, obviously my body's tired. Um, but yeah, I, I desire the same thing for 2023. Well, um, also to mention our share for gratitude, definitely want to highlight the messages that our Torn Tribe contributed. Yeah, for sure. So shout outs that our Torn Tribes are grateful for their spouses, which I second that. That's a very great shout out. Spouses, make sure you tell your spouse that you are grateful for them, all that they bring to the table, and even the things that they let fall off the table. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, you can't really do it alone. And then uh, another shout out was for friends and family. And I think as we're getting into the holiday season, those two groups, definitely pour out your love on them, even if it's just a simple phone call saying, hey, I'm thinking of you, and or a simple written card goes a long way to let your friends and family know that you're, that you're grateful for them. Because we all know it takes a tribe <laughs> to raise these kids. <laughs> there was also gratitude for health. You know, we can't. We can't be grateful enough to be able to, you know, be able. Yeah. So very grateful. And uh, the other one that was on there was towards moms. And I think we're all biased towards that here on this podcast. I'll tell you right now. I, I shout out to every mama that's out there that's wiping booties and tucking people into bed at night and paying for tuition for that college student or helping that career, you know, child make the next right decision. Um, 
Yeah, I think it was in the honeymooners, right? They say the uh, woman's work is never done. Well, I feel like a mother's <laughs> work is never done. It's another job. Definitely. Grateful for you. And um, my last special manifestation for 2023 is that we can have more sister time together. So maybe I can add into your adventures. Oh, yes. I think so, Meme. And because you're good at being present. So <laughs> I need to hang out more with you in person. So that would be fun. Torn Tribe, you're going to have to follow us. And guys, you're going to have to share this podcast. That's the only way that we grow our audience and gr grow our, um, you know, the topics is by sharing the podcast so that more people can benefit from it and we can expand topics and guests and all that jazz. So please make sure you're sharing the podcast, rating the podcast, emailing us and following us on Instagram. So, um, at the end, memes will share all those connects, but definitely grateful to Torn Drive for always sticking with us and helping us grow. Definitely. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes for our amazing segment that I love so much, our mend, because it keeps us keeping it together. So what's mending you? Um, more baking. We had Oz birthday and Sophie and I are a pretty good duo in the kitchen. Um, another successful birthday cake. And this time I actually let her pour in wet things all by herself. Oh, I was going to ask what part did she do? She, Oh, she did all of it. She broke the oh, egg. Nice. Uh, she poured in the milk. She put in oil. It wasn't, this one wasn't from scratch. Our banana bread is from scratch, but yeah. Um, but, but still breaking the egg is huge. Yeah. She's got her tiny hands. Steady. <laughs> yeah. And she's really not worried about uh, eggshells. I'm the one worried about eggshells. <laughs> She's kind of like, they got to take it the way I serve it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, oh, you don't want eggshells in your mix. Yeah, God bless her. That is one trait my child has that it's like, take it or leave it. This is me. <laughs> this is me yeah, and what I need. One of those other ones, just being. Look at that. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Um. What's mending me? So I just wrapped up a, a week of just serving left and right in all different aspects. But what was super mending was, and I'm going to have to say all my kids like events to wrap up their quarter of the school year, like seeing Philip do his angel performance was like a huge milestone not only for him but i was like steve do you realize that was our last first school <laughs> event for someone like it was what he's like what what i'm not following that i'm like it's our last child and this will be his last first time ever doing this so it's like that's it we're done we will never have another pre-k that's crazy um 
Yeah, but he did a smashing job. They did not have to remove him from the stage because of crying. <laughs> there was one kid out there and moms. I don't know how you stay in your seats when you see your kid doing this, but he was silent crying meme. I, I almost got up to get him because oh, I was like, does anybody you. realize he's not singing along? Like, he ain't singing the words. He's just <laughs> crying. <laughs> like, a silent cry with the jingle bells in his hand. Um, yeah, I felt for him. And then <laughs> And then the other one was um, the other performance that was mending was Zeke. He did his Silent Night performance, but because they learned about Helen Keller, he signed the entire song. Mm. That was absolutely beautiful. I was like, and it was just nice because for those that know Zeke in person, like he is my theater kid. Like he totally eats up the spotlight up there on stage like not shy fully into doing the signs telling his classmates you're not standing on your dot so you're in my way stand on your dot <laughs> so it was just a lot of fun to see him in his element this is why he and so for so the show must go on and everyone must play their part yes um so that was like so cool to see and then sam my fifth grader, his whole class was learning about being entrepreneurs and what it takes to build a business from scratch. And so they all had to make something and convince investors to give them funds in order to buy the materials to make their product to then set up this marketplace and sell the product. And then they had to pay back their investors and they had to donate to a local charity and then they could keep profits after that. So that whole thing, that whole marketplace was so mending to walk around and see each child's invention. And I, I like, I get a text after being there for, I think I was there literally for 15 minutes. I get a text from my husband. You do know you have spent $55 in this marketplace because <laughs> I, I just lost it. I just literally Venmo made it so easy <laughs> to go, but they were so creative. <laughs> they were so creative. There were like scars, there were keychains, there were puppy treats, there were snow globes and ornaments and artwork and uh, recyclable bags and like go clean, like, um, go green, go clean poinsettias for sale. I'm like, it was just overwhelmingly useful stuff oh. that you couldn't help but support the cause, you know? So it was just a lot of fun. Um, and they did a really good job, those fifth graders. So it was just mending to see the quarter come to a nice end and realize like all that reading time on the couch for like Helen Keller and all that time of hearing these Christmas songs, all five of them over and over and over again and seeing Sam like scrutinize about his paintings. Cause he ended up painting like 20 canvases and only came home with three. So he was almost sold out um, to see it not be in vain. And the fact that I got to be a part of their journey to then see it come to the climax at the end was very, very mending. That's beautiful. Yeah. So 
the Torn Tribe, your presence in your kid's life, and even those annoying last-minute texts that says, hey, send your kid in with this, or you forgot to show up with this colored shirt, like, it's so worth it. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. And I'll share the hack that one of my colleagues shared. Remember, Michael's has every color shirt. (laughs) For any last minute runs, that's the place to go. There you go. Now sponsor us, Michael. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Meeves, tell our folks how to stay connected. We are at Torn MLB on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and we'd love to receive some emails at tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.